We got a big one today. Saturday is not the Sabbath. It is not the Shabbat. Let me repeat. Saturday is not the Shabbat based on the Gregorian Roman pagan calendar that the entire world is following now. So billions have been duped into thinking that, quote, Saturday, Saturn's day is the actual Shabbat of Yahuwah. So we're going to clearly, clearly, clearly prove this lie. So this is going to be a hot scripture talk. As you come in, go ahead and state your name, your city, your state, where you're coming in from. People love that. People love it. When you state your name, your city, state, your name, your city and country. So your city and country or your city and state, make sure you drop that in the comments in the chat. Make sure you hit the like button. Hit the like button. Smash the like button. Hit the love button. You know what? Share this out. Once you go down and you look on our YouTube, or you can look over on our Facebook channel, guess what you do? You just hit the share button. Share with three or four different people. Share it on three or four different platforms. So as you come in, make sure you drop it in where you're coming from. It's going to be a hot one. I got some great, great content for you today. I know you're going to love it. I know it's going to be impactful. I know it's going to hit you right where you need it, in the truth. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I'm getting dialed in over here on my other set to make sure we got all of our data and ready to go. So I'm getting ready to go in. By the way, where are you coming in from? I want to ask you that again as we're warming up, getting ready to go. Where are you coming in from? Are you ready for this message? As we break down the Saturday is not the Sabbath. All of you that have been holding Saturday as the Sabbath, when I reveal this information to you, you're going to literally be like my goodness and shocked because Yahuwah is bringing the truth to the earth. And he told all of us that call on his name to come out of her, my people, who's her? It's the whore, it's the beast power, come out of her. What the Roman Catholic Church has done how, what was established many years ago. Now we're dealing over 1,600 years ago. That's why people have mistakenly began to say or think that Saturday is the Sabbath. And it's just not. Yahuwah told us how to keep time. He was very specific about how we are to keep time. So I'm excited about this one. I'm getting down in again. Drop your name. Where are you coming in from? Let me get my system set up here. Where are you coming in from? What city? What state? What city? What country? I want to know. So while I get dialed in and y'all get ready to put your seatbelts on, this is going to be good, man. I can't wait to be able to get you all to give me this great feedback. I want the feedback when I get rocking in here. Come on, where y'all coming in from? Let's get it going. I'm going to send a shout out. Here we go. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to everyone around the world. Y'all see all these places coming in? Is that amazing? All the different. I'm going to do a roll call, too, of all the places that are coming in. So as I get my, my system set up here. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. All right. This is going to be good. This is going to be good. This is going to be Good. Hold on one second here. I'm coming in hot. Just give me one more second and I'm going to come dialing in hot. 
All right, getting pulled up here. So good to see everybody. I'm coming in. Why is Saturday not the Sabbath? How come so many people have been misled? They think because on a Roman Gregorian, now everybody knows. <clears throat> Let's just stop and go slow on this one. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. When they look at the current calendar, everybody knows none of those days or none of those months are found in scripture. Everybody knows it. The entire world knows. There's no Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday in the scriptures. I don't think they're in anybody's scriptures, in any religion. Think about this. Everybody knows it. Well, we got a big shout out from Benjamin. He said his dry owl allergy <laughs> healed up in the name of Yahuwah. You're healed. Look at that. Hawaii, Blake from Hawaii coming in. Randy from Missouri coming in. I love it when y'all drop that. Now, everybody knows this. So we got we to gotta first go, this is suspect. Just looking at the calendar that we've got, everybody should have a big old question mark. Everybody should be skeptical of can this thing be right? Don't tell me you can't be skeptical when you're sitting there looking at this thing. You're going, what? There's no Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday in any scriptures. Okay. There's no January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December in any scriptures. So how could we not at least be skeptical and say, this is suspect, this calendar that we've got. Thank you, Renee, like true, like we're sitting there looking at it. Now, let me tell you what a lot of folks will say when we tell them clearly Saturday is not the Sabbath. Now, sometimes, usually a couple of times during the course of the year, it might land on a Gregorian pagan day called Saturday, right? It might land a couple times. But Yahuwah told us this is how you to keep time so we wouldn't get fooled. You're going to trust human beings that are run by governments? How many of you really trust your government? I mean, every time I ask people, say, you trust the government? Like, no. Why? <laughs> and then they just start spitting out all kinds of reasons. <clears throat> so here we go today. <laughs> right. How can Saturn's day be deemed the Shabbat? Think about it. Today, on the Gregorian calendar, at the time of this recording, it is Saturn's day. Yes. Saturn's day. Tomorrow, they call it sun's day. It's the day of the sun. Where did these words come from? See, by your words, what's the scripture say? Y'all gonna make me go in. By your words, you will be justified, and by your words, you will be condemned. What's gonna condemn you? Your words. Hold on, I'm going in. Yeah, I'm going in already. I never know which way I'm going with this. I never. No, I just let Yahoo talk to me. He's talking to me right now. Let's go to Matit Yahoo 1237 before we go in on exactly how we're to keep time. Let's go in. Matit Yahoo. Let's go find what Matthew, <clears throat> Matit Yahoo had to say over there <clears throat> in chapter 12, verse 37. 
I'm going to Matit Yahu, chapter 12, verse 37. Who says this? Yahusha's talking. He says, for by your words, you shall be, be declared righteous and justified. And by your words, you will be declared unrighteous or condemned. So these, these words, whenever you just blow them off and go, ah, that's no big deal. It's a huge deal. Now, we're not to be saying these pagan words coming off of our lips in regards to worship. Some people get that twisted. I, I don't even want to say Monday, Tuesday. Wednesday. I'm saying it to tear it down. Just like Aliyahu, just like Elijah did. He would call out Baal. He didn't stop from saying Baal. He would call out those pagan deities. He said, choose this day who you're going to serve, whether it be Baal, you notice he said it, or be Yahuwah. So it's okay to say these words if we're tearing them down. Get ready. Y'all better put your seatbelts on. So these words are important. We don't see it anywhere in the scriptures, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We don't see January through December in the scriptures. We don't see it. What we do see in the scriptures, if I go to bear a sheet, Genesis chapter one, verse 14, and Alua said, let, and this is out of the true scriptures, by the way, and Alua said, let there be lights in the expanse of the heavens to divide the day from the night and let these lights be for signs and for appointed times and for days and years. All right. When you hear appointed times, days, years, that's calendation. That's the calendar there. He's telling us this is how you keep time. It's very clear. So we're to keep time based on these lights. Yeah. And let them be lights in the expanse of the heavens to give light upon the earth. And it was so. And Alua made two great lights. The greater light was called the sun to rule the day. And the lesser light was called the moon to rule the night and the stars. Okay, we see it. And Alua set them in the expanse of the heavens to give light upon the earth and to rule over the day and over the night and to divide the light from the darkness. And Alua saw that it was good. This completed the fourth day. Then evening and morning came. This formed the fourth date. So he had the day when he was working. It doesn't look like Yahuwah was working at night because it said then evening and morning came and this formed the first date. A 24-hour cycle is a date. The daylight time is called day. The dark time is called night. When you put them together, that forms a date. You get it? All right, now. It's, and it's not the Sabbath. <laughs> y'all look at the title when y'all come in the room. Saturday is not the Sabbath. It's a lie. Now, I'm going to tell you where the lie came from. So, we're going to back it up. We're going to back it up. Neither Saturday or Sunday 
is mentioned anywhere in scriptures as being the Sabbath. So we know those particular names of days are not mentioned there. Now I got some notes here because I had to come in hot with y'all on this one. One of these, I could just say one of these is because the continuous weekly cycle will never synchronize to the month so that the scriptures alone can be described as having it commence on the new moon day. Now, why is this new moon day so important? Well, it's mentioned 300 times. Did y'all know that new moon day is mentioned more times than the Sabbath in the scriptures? New moon is mentioned more than the Shabbat in the scriptures. Because Yahuwah is serious about us keeping time based on the new moon. Moon month. Y'all got it? Month. Now watch this. This is what happened. The modern Roman pagan Gregorian calendar that we are all going by today was designed to oppose the calendar of Yahuwah. Guess when it was done? Guess when all the hell came down? 325 AD. That sound familiar? Council of Nicaea. Got to pick this up. Constantine in 325 wanted a new religion, a global religion. He wanted a one world religion. There were hundreds of bishops that came together. He wanted to synchronize this. They voted on what would be the name of their G-O-D, of their God. They came up with five names that were voted. Two of them became tops on the list. One was Zeus. The other was Krishna. That's where you get Jesus Christo. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is invented. It's an invented figment of people's imagination that was instituted 325 AD. This is proven. Now, Constantine, I'm going to read you the creed of them. They have a creed that they came down with. And in the Constantinople church, the creed of the Constantinople church says this, quote, I renounce all customs, rites, legalisms, unleavened breads, and sacrifices of lambs of the Abarim, the Hebrews, and all other of their feast of the Abarim, the Hebrews. Their sacrifices, their prayers, their aspirations, their purifications, their sanctifications, their propitiations, and all their fast. And listen, listen, and their new moons and their Sabbaths and superstitions and hymns and chants and observances and synagogues. Did you hear the two things? Constantine forbid new moon observation, and the correct Sabbath observation. Forbid it. Pay attention. The, 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 the creed goes on to say, and you would have to accept this creed, any rites and customs. <clears throat> and if afterwards I shall wish to deny the Christian faith 
and return to Jewish superstition or Yahudim superstition, or I shall be found eating with Yahudim, Jews, or feasting with them, or secretly conversing and condemning the Christian religion. There was no follower of Yahuwah called a Christian. This is invented by Constantine. So if I'm found to be condemning the Christian religion, instead of openly confuting them and condemning their vain faith, then let the trembling of Cain and the leprosy of Gehazi cleave to me, come to me, as well as the legal punishments to which I acknowledge I will be liable myself. And may I be an, an, an anathema, like disgusting, in the world to come. And may my soul be set down with Satan and the devils. This is their creed. This is Constantine's creed. It says to get away from everything dealing with the Yahudim. Those who follow, those who call on Yahuwah don't have nothing to do with it. Now, guess who knows this? Guess who knows this? The Jewish rabbis today know this and they admit this. The Jewish rabbis today know this and they admit this. Now pay attention. I'm going to break it down to you. When Constantine finally got to it before then, you had a Julian week named after Julius Caesar. And this is an eight-day continual week. Eight days. Eight days. Continual week. Eight days. So, and that was in, instituted the time that Yahusha came on the earth. So there was two different calendar systems happening when Yahusha was walking on the earth. You had the Roman Julian calendar that was an eight-day week, and you know they weren't following that. And then you had the calendar of Yahuwah based upon setting on the moon and the sun, the moon to set the month, the sun to determine the year. Very simple. Nobody can trick you when you do it that way. Everybody can trick you when you go and look at the calendar you're looking at now and you are assuming you're like crossing your fingers. You're going, man, I hope, I hope that this has been kept right the whole time. I'm, I'm about to devastate that thinking process. It's, it's going to be devastating. For if you hang on to that, it's going to be devastating to you what I'm about to share. You're not even going to believe, you're going to be like, how did I fall for this nonsense? I asked myself, I have fell for the nonsense. Most of us, Sunday gig, growing up as Christians, oh, snap, we came out of that. We realized, ah, that ain't it. Then a bunch of us, both call on Yahuwah, they then get into the Saturday thing. Because they're going, well, if the Jews are still doing it, told you. People hooked on this Jewish rabbinical, Pharisee, Talmud, Talmud. When you are hooked on this Saturday thing, you are hooked on the Talmud and you hooked on Christianity with Constantine. Now watch, I'm gonna prove something to you. The Roman Republic was 
initially based on lunar phases. The pagan Roman priests called the pontiffs were responsible for regulating the calendar. By the time Julius Caesar came in, they didn't know how to keep time simple watching the moon. So they got out of alignment with the seasons. So Julius Caesar got frustrated and he went ahead and exer exercised his right as Pontifus Maximus, the high priest. And he reformed what had become what they believe was too cumbersome, right? So Julius Caesar invited Sojinus. So he brought in Josinus, which was an Alexandrian astronomer, to come up to create a new way to calculate time. Do y'all hear what's going down here? Huh? Can y'all see what's going on? These are governments. These are Roman rulers. These are kings that are dictating, hey, I don't like the way the time is going based on this. Y'all come over and create me something different. Not one of you can show me from the time that Adam came on this earth. Not one of you can show me. Look at these pages and this historical record of how time's been kept. Nobody. People are having problems even getting their hands on a good solid scripture translation. Like if, if they did what if they did what they did with the New Testament, the Brit Hadash, and are basing it on Greek, Roman. Translation, what do you think they did with time? You can't come up to me, not one of you. None of you got a smartphone that dates all the way back to creation. It says, oh, this is how time was kept. Anybody that's hooked on a Saturday being the Sabbath, what they're doing is sticking their head in the, in the sand and going, oh, I don't want to hear the truth. I, let, me, let me go down here. I don't want to hear the truth. Mm -mm. I don't want to do that. They don't want to even go look at history, but I'm taking you through history. So if you listen and view this, you're going to get a history lesson, and then you're going to be faced with accepting or denying the truth. Here you go. So, so Genus, the Alexandrian astronomer, <laughs> decided that the only practical way and the practical step was to abandon the lunar calendar altogether. He said, let me get rid of that. He said the months must be arranged on a seasonal basis and on a tropical solar solar year. And that's how it was to be used in line with how the Egyptian calendar had been created at one time. That's right. Stone Dodgers got it. Daniel 725, changing times and laws, right? The great difficulty facing any calendar reformer who wanted to reform the calendar was that there, there seemed to be no way of affecting a change that would still allow the months to remain in step with the phases of the moon and the year with the seasons. So why would you want to go create it when the moon and the sun will do it for you? It's crazy. So this new calendar was called the Julian calendar, named after Julius Caesar in 45 BCE. So before Yahushua come, Came, this is it. Now, y'all gonna listen to this? Y'all gonna listen to this? You ready? A full 90 days were added to the calendar to bring the months back into proper alignment with the seasons. They, they, this astronomer said, now wait a minute, here's what we do. 
we're going we're gonna to add 90 days just arbitrarily. Are y'all kidding me? Now watch this. So all of y'all that are hooked on Saturday, this is how you got. I'm going to show you how you got to be hooked and so you can decide to get unhooked. It's up to you. Now watch. Earl, <laughs> here's the thing. Y'all ready for this? So a full 90 days were added to bring it back. All right. The new Julian calendar had a continuous weekly cycle. Just like you got this continuous weekly cycle now, people go, oh, yeah, I got the seven days now. Watch this. Except the new Julian calendar had eight-day weeks. Now, what y'all going to do with that? Eight-day weeks. So it was continual for eight days. And they named them based on the letters A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H. You can see it in history. I'll post some in the, te in the Telegram group. I'm going to post some in the Telegram group. Y'all make sure y'all on pttgram.com. Let's put that in there. Now, watch. This is crazy, right? Earlier Julian calendars were not constructed in grids as our modern-day calendars, but the dates were listed in columns with the days of the week designated with the letters A through H. Now, this is a fact easily established by history and archaeology. This is not my opinion. This is not even talking about got to go get something religious. This is like history and archaeology. In fact, every single one of the early Julian calendars still in existence that have been found show an eight-day week. Furthermore, they all date from the period of Caesar Augustus to Caesar Tiberius or from 32 B.C., to 37 CE, AD, right? The more, this more than encompasses the life while Yahushua was on earth. The eight day week of the Julian calendar was in use by the Romans during the life of Yahushua. It is what the Roman legions stationed in Palestine were using, which brings us to an interesting point here. There were two calendars known by the Yahudim in Yahusha's day. There was the solar calendar of their Roman conquerors with this continual eight-day cycle. And then there was the lunar solar calendar of creation of Yahuwah that was also reestablished in Shamut by Masha, by Moses. Yeah, you remember Yahuwah, they had got lost then when they went into Matsuri, into Egypt. And Yahuwah had to go, hey! And he sent Masha to go, this is how you keep time. On the such day after the new moon, here you go, on the 14th day of the first new moon, you begin Passah. On the 15th day, after, after the new first new moon, you begin matzah. That's Feast of Unleavened Bread. So we know that Yahuwah is saying, here's how you keep time when he brought him out of matzah. He's doing the same for you right now. Watch. So the lunar solar calendar of Yahuwah that, again, was reestablished by Masha in Shamu, Exodus, with this seventh day week that restarted each new moon day. 
This is a fact. Thank you, Brother David. He's dropping some great scriptures in there for y'all to look at. All right. So which calendar do, calendar do you think Yahusha followed? Do you think he followed the Roman Julian eight-day week ca uh, calendar? Or do you believe he followed the calendar that he created? <laughs> it's easy, right? It's interesting to note that the majority of the Dead Sea Scrolls contain little more than attempts to correlate the two different methods of timekeeping, right? So when you get the Dead Sea Scrolls, you pull them out, it's like, it's unbelievable, watch. This alone reveals that there were at least two calendars known in, known in Palestine at that time. It also provides circumstantial evidence that the Yahudim were using a different calendar than the ones used by their Roman rulers. So we just have not really grasped the fact of this. We ain't grasped the fact that Yahuwah let his people get take, taken captive again, right? The Babylonians took them into captivity. Then they were taken captive by the Romans. How do we know this to be true? Could the Pharisees just kill Yahusha on their own? No. Where did they have to take Yahusha? They took him to Pontius Pilate, who was what? A Roman ruler. So we know they were under the rule. And so we know this was going on. So don't think that this is something that's so impossible to have happened. This was going down. This is what's going down. I'm going to teach you. But Tal, I'm going to teach you the Sabbath. It's easy. Lena, drop the calendar of the creator link in there. It's just simple. Y'all can go right to our website. Matter of fact, I drop it in here too. This ain't even hard. All you got to do is look at the moon and look at the sun. They're going to tell you every month. You see that moon go through phases, right? You see it start. So you'll see it go completely dark. And then the dawn after it's completely dark, you see a little light. That's the new moon. That signals we got a new month. Who can, y'all tell me who can mess with that? Who can mess with that system? Nobody. You're going to go up there and grab the sun and the moon and say, no, 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 I'm going to twist you around. You can't do it. Yeah, who knows what he's doing? All right. Now you paying attention. Are you paying attention? <laughs> this is great, man. So now what's crazy about this is that the scholars that are, quote, Jewish scholars, they know it. I'm going to read you some. For too long, the fact that, quote, Jews worship on Saturday as the Sabbath that they try to use to prove that is the biblical or scriptural Sabbath. It's been going on too long, but watch. But that has nothing more to do than like what you would call circular reasoning, right? Oh, the Jews worship on Sabbath, so that must be the Sabbath. But watch this. This is the fact. Jewish scholars today and all over the years, they know. They know for a fact. Now, I'm going to read you something. Jewish scholars are aware that Saturday is not and never was the original Sabbath of the scriptures. I'm going to give you some following quotes from Jewish scholars. Here we go. In a letter from Dr. L.E. Froome, dated February 20th, 1939, Rabbi Louis 
Finkelstein of the Jewish Theological Seminary of America readily admitted the following, quote, the present Jewish calendar was fixed in the fourth century. The, the, the 325 AD, fourth century, there you have it. He goes, the present Jewish calendar was fixed in the fourth century. Maimonides and most other Jewish chronologers agree that the modern Jewish calendar is based upon the means and motions of the sun and moon. And the calendar has been set aside, end quote. There is a Jewish scholar telling you in 1939 that we know that we got hijacked in 325 in the fourth century. Why did they have why did this happen, fam? Why did this happen? Because Constantine, he set it down. But most people don't know that Constantine's son, who came to rule after him, went off the hook. He went to a whole new level of persecuting the Yahudim so severely that they had to go, all right, I'm going to tell you, Halil, the Jewish scholar Halil, he's the final one who goes, okay, we can't take this no more. We're going to go ahead and adapt to it. And they wouldn't let the pressure off of them unless they followed the new calendar that they put in place that was based on planetary gods. That's a fact. Here we go. Another quote, another scholar. The new moon is still, and the Sabbath originally was dependent upon the lunar cycle. Originally, the new moon was celebrated in the same way as the Sabbath, but it gradually became less important while the Sabbath became more and more a day of religion and humanity and religious meditation and instruction of peace and delight. And so Jewish scholar says the new moons is still and the Sabbath originally was dependent upon the lunar cycle. Okay, next. With the development of the importance of the Sabbath as a day of consecration and the emphasis laid upon the significant number seven, the week became more and more divorced from the, its lunar connection. The months of the year have always been lunar and began with the new moon. During the era of the kings, the new moon was observed at times by a two-day festival. See 1 Samuel, Samuel 20, verse 24 through 47. Now notice in the quote above that Rabbi Finkelstein openly admitted that the present Jewish calendar is different from the one used prior to the fourth century. And Myomedes went still further by saying the original calendar had been laid aside. This was due to extreme persecution done to them by the early Christian Roman Catholic Church once it gained power in the 4th century AD or CE. Again, the, the quote, Jews, Pharisaical Jews, 
are very open about these facts of history, readily admitting that they changed the calendar under the pressure of extreme persecution. Under the reign of Constantius, that's Constantine's boy, his son, from 337 to 362, the persecutions of the Yahudim reached such a height of significance that the computation of the calendar was forbidden under the, under the pain of severe punishment. Declaring the new month by observation of the new moon and the new year by the arrival of spring can only be done by the Sanhedrin. That's always been a fact all the way back before then. Right? It was the Sanhedrin priest that would come out and say, all right, new moon. They would come out and tell you when. Okay. Declaring the new moon. Y'all got that? Now watch this. was always done by the Sanhedrin. In the time of Halil, the second, fourth century CE, the last president of the Sanhedrin. So this was the last president of the Sanhedrin. The Romans prohibited this practice. So Halil was therefore forced to institute his fixed calendar. Thus, in effect, given the Sanhedrin's adv advanced approval to the calendar of all future years, what we got right now. What we have right now. There's no mistake about it. There's no mistake about it. Is this some good stuff for y'all? Are y'all getting some good stuff? Are y'all sitting there going, man, this is deep. Now, you can go grab these. For those of you that want to watch the replay, you're going to get these sites, okay? I want you to go look up. Calendar fraud, page 31. I want you to look up Inscriptionis Latine Christiane Veteris, volume two, page 118. I want you to go look at Maya Minidis, Maya Minidis. I don't know how to say that name good. Go look up Maya Minidis. M-A-I-M-O-N-I-D-E-S. Kadush ha ho -desh. Go look that up from 1889. Go look up holidays under the Universal Jewish Encyclopedia, page 410. Page 410. Holidays under the Universal Jewish Encyclopedia, page 410. Go look up under the Universal Jewish Encyclopedia, Isaac Landman, volume 10, under the week category, 1943, go to page 482. Some of y'all got to go back and watch the replay of this. You'll get this. The Universal Jewish Encyclopedia calendar section, page 631. Go to page 631 in the Universal Jewish Encyclopedia under the subject calendar, page 631. All right. Now, why am I breaking all that down to y'all? Why am I giving it to you like this? Because we got to stop this nonsense. Right? Now, I did a post with the team 
in the in the in the telegram group and i'm gonna read it word for word so that everybody can make a decision y'all decide what you want to do as for me and my house we're gonna follow yahuwah and his calendar yes that's what me and my house gonna do now i'm gonna read it i'm gonna read it that way this is how we this is how when people come with the saturday talk about sabbath this is our response going to be a little bit so pay close attention i'm gonna read it word for word so someone messaged us that the current gregorian calendar kept by the quote jews the israel pharisees today and the church is the correct way to keep the weekly sabbath we responded to them with the following words and this should be part of everybody's discipleship just listen to me all right the jews that you are speaking of that keep the calendar of today based on the Gregorian Roman calendar are the same Pharisees that killed Yahusha. They are part of the beast power system. They're part of the beast power system that Daniel, Daniel spoke of that would think to change times and laws. See Daniel 7, 25. Yahuwah told us clearly how to keep time to try to say that the quote Jews who hate Yahusha, they hate him to this day. They hate Yahusha. Kept are keeping real time is like saying you trust that they didn't actually kill Yahusha. Come on. The only way to keep time is based on Bereshit 1, 14 through 18. Anyone that goes outside of this is accepting the lies of man. Our philosophy is to present the truth from the real scripture and not be influenced by any outside traditions, especially from those who had our savior killed and those who promote sun worship. The Gregorian calendar that the world is following now is a lie. There's no way around it. It was imposed on the world at the cost of death if you didn't follow it. So that persecution, we knew they got the heat, man. They got tore up. They got lit up. That persecution lit them up. And they gave into it. And Yahushua told them it was coming. Now, this calendar, the Gregorian calendar that the world is currently following it was only introduced in 1582, family. 1582. Are y'all listening to me? It is literally <laughs> named after Pope Gregory, the Catholic Pope, and was put to replace the Julian calendar that was introduced in 45 BC, as we talked about earlier, by the ruler Julius Caesar. The Jews, Pharisees of today, in the country of Israel now didn't even originally follow the Gregorian calendar or the Julian calendar. They didn't follow it. That is what is so hilarious about all those who hold on to Saturn's day as the Sabbath. When people try to defend the current Gregorian calendar, we ask them, are they truly aware of the history of calendars? Most have no clue of the following. Let me give you a breakdown of the following. Egyptian calendar, 2700 BC, 
one of the earliest solar calendars, Babylonian calendar, 19th century BC, an early lunar, lunar solar calendar, the Mayan calendar, 5th century BC, the Roman calendar, 8th century BC, reformed to 12 months. Hold on. Had 10 months, first of all. So the Roman calendar in the 8th century BC initially had 10 months. Then they reformed it to 12 months around 713 BC. That predates the Julian calendar. The Chinese calendar. The Chinese calendar. Traditionally dated to 27. Now this is crazy. I'm telling y'all, man, this is so funny. The Chinese calendar traditionally dated 27, 2637 BC, but more reliably around the 14th century. A lunar solar calendar still in use for cultural and religious purposes. So they kind of pick and choose. What about the original Abari calendar? A lunar solar calendar used for religious observances. So this is what the Jews originally did, okay? The I should say the Talmud followers now, the Pharisees. Then there was a Persian calendar around the first millennium BC, but it went under significant reforms, has undergone various reforms leading to a modern Iranian calendar. You got the Greek calendar, 8th century BC. Different systems used across ancient Greek cities and states. And then you got the Julian calendar. We're up to that now. A reform of the Roman calendar by Julius Caesar. Then you got the Hindu calendars, a range of lunar, solar, and solar calendars still in use across India. Then you got the Bali Hindu calendar, 8th century AD, a lunar solar calendar still in use in Bali. The Islamic calendar, 622 AD a purely lunar calendar. It's just a pure, pure lunar calendar. Then you got the Byzantine calendar based on the Julian calendar. Then you got the Ethiopian calendar, similar to the Julian calendar with a different, different approach. <laughs> 15. I'm now down to 15 different calendars. Family. Come on now. 15. I'm still going. Now we're down to the one that we're using. But there's more has been added after that. The Gregorian calendar, which is a refinement of the Julian calendar to correct, the sol to correct for the solar year. Now that's the international standard. The Balinese Paukon calendar consists of 10 concurrent weeks of varying lengths, can vary. French revolutionary calendar that was instituted in France, 1793 to 1805. Used briefly after the French Revolution. The Baha'i calendar, 1844 AD, introduced in the Baha'i faith with 19 months of 19 days. So they're gonna use 19 months with 19 days. The Bengali calendar, revised in 1966, a solar calendar used in Bangladesh and parts of India. So additionally, there are many other regional, cultural, and religious calendars not included in the list I gave above 
due to their complexity and very historical records. Complex and history got them all over the place. With that being said, anyone who chooses to follow calendars created by the hands of humans that have been changed continually and use that as their timekeeping methods literally are disobeying Yahuwah's words that he established in Bereshit 114 through 18. This is now a literal, you're just going to disobey. If you just, especially if you listen to how I just broke this down. Now I promote the truth. We simply follow what Yahuwah told us to do to keep time. We do not need any human intervention with timekeeping. We just don't need it. You don't need it. None of us need any human intervention with timekeeping, right? The two great lights, the sun and the moon, tell exactly how to keep time so that we can never be fooled. We do not spend time arguing or debating with anyone over clear scriptural issues. Everyone can choose to follow however they see fit. We simply follow the real scriptures. We care for you. So we took this time to lay this out. Hopefully this helps you. <laughs> Isn't that beautiful family? Hey, Belfast is in here. Good to see the country of Belfast is now on the list. Does everybody understand how important this is? Now, we got a link until you learn how to do this basic thing. It's not hard. Just watch the moon. It'll tell you the months. You can go over to the Promote the Truth site, and we're building out an app. That's why your contributions and all the help that people are doing, you're helping with all this. Yes. Yahoo. Look at this. It's the Yahoo calendar. You ain't got to worry about it. It's in scripture. Go there. It's the Yahoo calendar. And go down to the bottom. Now, when you get down to the bottom, New Zealand's in the building. Good to see you. When you get down to the bottom of that link I just gave you, we explain how we do calendation, which is all based on scripture. Then we give you the calendar that we took the time so they can't get confused. So on your Gregorian calendar that you're using right now, all you got to do is go and look on the dates. It'll tell you exactly when Shabbat is. And guess what? what's so cool about this? Guess what's so cool about the calendar that we have? That's Yahuwah's calendar. The whole world, the entire world is always on the same Shabbat, the same day. So if Shabbat lands on a Gregorian pagan calendar, say Tuesday, like it is right now. So this upcoming Tuesday, this will be, I think, the fourth, right? I think it'll be the fourth of, of, of this month. Let's look at it, right? I'm going to go over there, make sure everybody's on the same page. Because we're tearing down this Saturday business, Saturn's Day. Come on, y'all. Get off of Saturn's Day. It's ridiculous. And it was ridiculous when I was keeping it. But Yahuwah said, come out of her. So I came out. I don't even, it didn't take me long. I didn't have to go into, oh, my gosh, I've been doing it so long. I didn't. Yahuwah tells me, go right. I go right. He tells me, go left. I go left. Just got to look at it. All right. Yeah. So the 12th of December on the, Roman, on the Roman calendar will be the fourth Shabbat. Very simple. And, guess, and it's simple, right? It's the fourth. And then guess what happened? So the next day will be the last day because the moon will be completely dark. There will be no light given the next day on the 13th. On the 14th, right, of December, 
2023, as of, as of this recording, on the 14th day, the entire world, it'll start over in Australia. There'll be a crack of, of light from the moon and that'll be that way for everybody around the world. Now, when the Passah comes to Passover, it'll be the same for everybody. We don't know of any other calendar that keeps every single person on the exact same worship dates. Hallelujah, right? Shouldn't y'all be like, hallelujah? That took us a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of energy to just weed through all this calendar mess. I just explained to y'all why. Look how many calendars. Who do you think wants to create all that confusion? Shatan, Satan. He wants you confused. He wants you going, what the heck? He wants that from you. So what you've got to do is tear it down. Everybody say, tear it down. Tear down the Saturday Sabbath nonsense. It is fake news. Everybody talking about fake news? That's fake news. Tear it down. And man, people, I see them come, and, and nobody, people are trying to do the best they can. So I understand. For the first several months, when I found Yahuwah, I was doing that thing. And, and even starting days on, on, in the evening is just crazy. Yahuwah has told us two times in scripture. He's very specific about this. Two times. He wanted us to start an observance of a feast. The, the, the day before starting in the evening on the Passah, the Passover. And on Day of Atonement. And he even tells us two days. He says on the 14th you started. You ended on the 15th of the evening. So the evening of the 14th you started. And then you ended on the 15th. But that doesn't establish the Sabbath day keeping. Because he said keep the Sabbath day. He never ever. You can't find anywhere in scripture. Where Yahuwah says start your Sabbath day in the evening. It doesn't even make sense us just talking it. Watch. Start a day in the evening, in the night. Does that make sense? No. So we're tearing it down. And Yahusha said, aren't the 12 hours in a day? And didn't he tell us in scriptures, I created the two great lights to separate the, the, the night and the day? That's simple. So anybody that goes outside of this and tries to get you to believe that a day starts at night, that's darkness. And most people have good intentions that are trying to teach that. So I show them love. I show them patience. Yahuwah is like, look, but you got to put away the childish things and you got to go ahead and start eating the meat of the word and let the scriptures be truth and everybody else be a liar that goes outside of the scriptures. So do y'all like what I taught today? Did this help people to know now you're gonna to have to get you have to make a commitment because some of y'all been hooked on Saturday. Some of y'all was hooked on Sunday too, and you found out that was crazy. So you was hooked on it. But Yahuwah said, Come out, come out of her, my people. Come out. And he's gonna be doing the new moon throughout eternity. Go read Yeshiahu chapter 66, verse 23. He says from one new moon to the next new moon, from one Shabbat to the next Shabbat. He puts that in the same verse. It should tell you that the new moons has got something to do with the Shabbats. He puts them in the same verse. Go to Yeshayahu chapter 66, verse 23. Matter of fact, man, I'm going to read it. I'm going to start wrapping this up. 
rock. I know it. Woo! We in here. We in here rocking this today, because this one needs to get tore up. Y'all know it, and I know it. This one needs to get tore up. This Saturn's day. Y'all want to worship Saturn? Are y'all worshiping Saturn? Do you know that's idolatry? That's a violation of the second commandment. That's why we got to tear it down. We got to tear it down. Yeshua, Yahoo, Isaiah. What's that? Salvation is Yahuwah. That's what his name means. Hallelujah. Verse 23. And it shall be from new moon to new moon and from Shabbat to Shabbat, all flesh shall come to worship before me, declares Yahuwah. You think the new moon's not a big deal? Anybody that downplays the new moon literally is against Yahuwah. I don't know any other way to put it. Because Yahuwah is saying, my goodness, hold on. Let me go to verse 22. Y'all know we got to go up and go down a little bit. Y'all know to really rock the thing. Let's go to verse 22. Y'all going to make me get something to drink. By the way, I love y'all with all I got. That's why I'm doing this. I'm doing this because he said, greater no one has than he laid down his life for a friend. I'm willing to die for this. I'm willing to lay my life down to get the truth out here. For you, I don't even know hardly any of you other than us now developing this relationship. But guess what? They say blood is thicker than water. But guess what? Yahuwah said, the spirit is thicker than blood. You are my family. Most of my blood family, they reject Yahuwah. So my family is the ones who do the will of the father, like Yahushua said. They said, your mother's coming, your brother's coming. My mother, my father, my brother, my sisters, my friends are those who do the will of Yahuwah. I love y'all with all I got. And some of us, we're going to get to meet each other personally. But those of us that follow this word, we're going to be together forever. Our spirits are going to know each other. When we, if we don't meet each other on this earth, we will definitely say, you remember when we connected to promote the truth? Yahuwah gave us the internet, brought us together. We're going to know each other. Look at verse 22. For as the new heavens and the new earth that I make stand before me, declares Yahuwah, so that your seed and your name shall stand. He's talking about the new heavens and the new earth. And then he says, and it shall be in the new heavens and the new earth. From new moon to new moon, from Shabbat to Shabbat, all flesh shall come to worship before me, declares Yahuwah. Look what he says in verse 24. He says, and they shall go forth. Those of us that have obeyed him, those of us that observe the new moons, that observe the Shabbats, those who guard his commandments, guess what we're going to get to do? Verse 24, and they shall go forth and look upon the corpses of the people who have transgressed against me, for their worms shall not die, and their fire not be quenched and they shall be repulsive to all flesh. Those who don't obey this word, Yahuwah says, I'm going to burn you up. I'm going to burn you up. He just said it. I didn't say it. 
He says, if you go ahead and turn your ear away from this word and you don't do calendation the right way, I'm going to burn you up. He just said it. It's in the word. I believe it. Hallelujah. Man, y'all got me tore up. How do we do on this one? How do we do? And y'all keep dropping your names where your city, your state, your city, your country. Those of you that are watching the replay, which is most of you, we got a lot of people on here today. But it ain't nothing like what's going to happen in the next 24 hours in the next month. I mean, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. There's sometimes a thousand people will watch this overnight. Sometimes a thousand people will watch it overnight. Hallelujah, right? I mean, it's am that's amazing. Do y'all know there's like 150 to 300 people that are subscribing to the channel every single day? Every time we wake up, something happens in the middle of the night on, on from uh, for us over here. Something happens. Like it goes off the charts in the middle of the night. All right, family. Now, let's talk about this. True scriptures. Amanda, Yeshi Yahoo, Isaiah 66. Started verse 22, sis. 66. Now let's get this done. Watch this, fam. Y'all tell me that the true scriptures are not critical. Tell me. Get over to the true scriptures. TSNT.org. We almost got the first goal out of the way. We now are a little over $500 away from the first goal being done. We got four phases to knock out the budget for what we're doing here. Who's going to go get it knocked out today? We, that should be done within the next few hours or, or less or now. Go to TSNT.org. We are sitting here at about $522 away from being able to hit the first goal. As soon as we hit the first goal, you're going to see phase two page come up. Why is this critical? Because Yahuwah says, so as is it with the word that goes out of my mouth, it shall not return to me void, but will accomplish that thing for which I sent it. You see, it's something about his word. What's happened and why everybody's so confused is because the wrong word has been going out. We have not been able to find in the English translation an accurate translation to date. We have not been able to find one. We found some that are better than the others. Hallelujah. Like, like you're not even in the game if you're dealing with King James. I mean, you're dealing with like 400,000 errors with the King James and all of his children. The new King James, the Amplified, the New American Standard, the NIV, the Living. All that's the children of the King James. All of that in the New Testament based off the Texas Receptus, which is based off the Greek and the Latin. And you're telling me you want to put your eternal life on paganistic Greek culture? Because when you read from a Brit Hadash, a New Testament, in any translation you're finding today in English, I have found that they are influenced by Greek paganistic culture, Christian culture, and or Judaism, Pharisees, Talmud. You're just watching them. You're watching the wording. I'm sitting there looking at the Aramaic. The Aramaic, you see it. You're looking at the Abari, the Hebrew. Four books of the Brit Adash were written in Abari, Hebrew. The rest of them in Aramaic. The language that predominantly that Yahusha spoke on this earth was Aramaic. 
That's what he spoke when he walked on the earth. Why? They had been taken into captivity by the Babylonians and their language was pushed on. So that's why when Mel Gibson did the Passion of the Christ, go look at it. You're going to see they're talking in Aramaic. Well, that Aramaic language, when you take it and you put it and press it up against the Abari, the Hebrew, you get one of the most beautiful translations. You know exactly what Yahuwah was saying through his word. You know exactly what he's saying through his word. You just get to see through his word. But you got to have the right translation. And it can't be influenced by anybody that gives any credence. <clears throat> if they give any credence to Greek translation, we they're out of here. We say, no, we're not listening to you. If they give any credence to Talmud, to Pharisaical people that had Yahushua killed, we say, nope, not listening to you. If it's organized religion, Christianity, Muslim, Islamic, it don't matter. No, no, we're not listening to you. The only thing we need, I'm telling y'all, and they're and it's so beautiful. The Peshitta is such a great help. And there's other books that complement it. But the Peshitta, written in Aramaic, and the Brit Adash has got 360. Now I'm gonna tell y'all this why this is so important. Y'all get over to TSNT and let's get it done. Go look at the packages. Everybody go over and say, all right, click on TSNT.org, look at the packages, and be one of the first people to get your hands on the true scriptures that's slated to come out in spring of 2024 on the Gregorian calendar. You can get your hands on it first. You can have your name on the back of the t-shirts as being one of the people that made this happen. You, we're going to list you on there. Man, I got stuff going on. Whoa! So if you go over and get it done, now listen. Out of all the New Testaments you see out there, all the Britadoshes you see, almost every one of them are coming from Greek translation, which has been proven to have 400,000 errors. Now, you want to know why? Because there's almost 6,000 different texts, 6,000 different copies. And what they decided to do is use majority text reasoning, majority text, which means if they got like 200 words in the, say they got like, for example, a thousand different texts, thousand books, and there's 200 words that are wrong, but the majority of them have them wrong. They put that in the scripture. That's what people are relying on. Majority text rules instead of going, what does this translation say? So there's 5,800 plus of them, almost 6,000. And it's been recorded to have 400,000 errors. So I'm going to tell you, because I know about them. Most of them are like punctuation things, right? But let's just say 90% of them are that way. Punctuation stuff, right? Let's just say 90%. 90%. That still leaves 40,000 errors at 10%. Okay, let's say that 99% are not significant things, but just 1% are eternal life things. 1% error on eternal life things. What's 1% of 400,000? Put it in the chat. 4,000. That's how you get 400,000. 4,000 errors. And people are basing their entire eternal life Knowingly, if you hear me say this and you go back and go, oh, I'm going to stand on this new King James. or I'm going to stand on this one or that one. 
And there's been ones that's removed all of the pagan words out. And I'm like, hallelujah. And I own all of them. And I'm so thankful and I love it that these folks took the time, effort, and energy and they respect the name of Yahuwah. And guess what is an incredible stair step. And I did not want to have to do this, me and the team. We didn't want to have to do it. But we have to, we had to keep translating even their translations because we own some of the oldest text in the world. You see, we've got a we've got an authentic facsimile in grad, the oldest the old testament in the world. Yeah, we got the Codex Sorensis. I should say Corensis. Off the charts. We, we even tear people up with the Kodak Sinaiticus. I tell people, if you're going to put some credence on Greek, at least take it from the Kodak Sinaiticus. They don't want to do that. You want to know why? You want to know why the Christian churches hate the Kodak Sinaiticus? They hate it. They hate the Kodak Vaticanus. Yeah. They hate the Kodak Alexandrus. You want to know why they hate those? That's original, unsealed, majuscule Greek. All capital letters, no spaces. And when you get to the name of the Savior, it says Yahoo Crew. Yahoo Crew. Yahoo Crew. Oh, they hate that. Throw that out of here. They don't want to look at that. They want the Septuagint. Let's get over here and look at that Greek. Why? Because that's a transliteration that now introduces Iesus, Zeus worship. They want you to worship Jesus. They want you to get on over to Jesus. That's what they want you to do. Even the Christian churches won't use the earliest languages. There's a complete one that was found in a monastery at the mount at the foot of the mountain of Mount Sinai. It's called the Codex Sinaiticus. You can go over to the British Museum now. They got a copy in there. No, no, no. They got the actual book in the British Museum. I happen to have an authentic facsimile copy of that one. And in that book, when it gets to the Savior's name, it says Yahoo Crew. And they said, we can't let this happen. They're going to find out that, the, that, that, that Yahoo is his name. They're going to find out that Yahushua was his name on earth. We can't let this happen. So y'all want to keep on playing games with that? You better get out of that. When we've got 360 different Peshittas that have been found over a 1,500-year span in multiple locations, and they put them down side by side, and they're virtually identical in translation. Virtually identical. That's like a miracle. No, that's Yahuwah saying, y'all take it from this, and that's what we take it from. Yeah, that's what we take it from. So if you go over to tsnt.org, you're going to get that translation and nothing else except those that are in a bari that agree and are very congruent all the way through from all the way through. And so the first thing we got to do, and I'm out of here, we got to get the Brit Hadash out to the world because that's the, that's the grounds. That right there, that, that Brit Hadash, the New Testament is the battleground. And Yahuwah is calling all of us to tear it down. All the Greek translations, all the ones that's got a Pharisee influence, organized religion, Yahuwah said, tear it down. And he's calling us to do it. So when you contribute at TSNT.org, you literally, some people's giving $2. And that $2 is an absolute hammer 
and tearing it down. There's some people's giving over $3,000 and that's a hammer. Everything counts. Everything matters and everybody's on the list. It's going, I'm telling you, your name is going down in eternity. When you contribute over there, I'm confident in eternity in this new heaven and this new earth, your name's going to be brought up about doing this. I'm confident. I'm asking Yahuwah to bring your name up to say, you know what? You were one of the ones that helped reestablish me getting back here to the earth and setting up the rule and the reign the proper way. It was you. Hallelujah. So I'm done. Let's get this goal knocked out. Get over to TSNT.org. Go look at the packages. Look at everything. You'll see it. Once you get over there, you'll say, okay, I want to get the bronze. Like Amber, she worked her way to bronze. She started out with $10. Next thing you know, she did another 10. And then she said, oh, I got to do 100. And she got up to bronze. It's 300. She got the 300 pack, the 500 pack. You got the 1,000 pack, 2,500 pack. Work your way to get to platinum by, by March 31st. Go look at all the benefits in there. Look at all the stuff we give you to bless you for blessing the project. This is a win-win for everybody and the kingdom. Hallelujah, Yahuwah. Hopefully y'all appreciated this today. I went a little bit long because I had to do some special tearing down today. Saturday is not the Sabbath. There's sometimes, maybe a couple times a year, it might fall on that day, but that specific day on that Roman calendar is pagan. It's from the pit of hell. Make no mistake about it. And Yahuwah wants it tore down. And we came with it today to tear that thing down. Make no mistake about it. And we took it from the people that people try to lean on. All those Jewish scholars and historians, they all know it to this day and they admit it. And I gave you the sites and the resources to go prove what I'm saying to be accurate. It's in history. They know it, but they got persecuted and they decided not to change it. You want to know why? I can give you some more. On another day, I'm going to do another one. I'm going to tell you because they said that the Talmud is their ultimate authority. And that the Talmud wants it done this way. Man-made traditions. And what did Yahushua say when he was here? Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees. And they're doing it to you again by trying to get you to go observe the Shabbat on Saturday. Woe to those scribes and Pharisees. And guess what? And promote the truth. We're here to tear it down. And when you contribute at TSNT.org, you're part of that tear down. It's to go to work. I love y'all with all I got. We brought it today. Talk to y'all tomorrow. Bye-bye.